If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anyway, let's get to the back to the matter at hand. <laughs> You're listening to Three Keys on the Pod. It's your boy Brex. It's Meg, aka Deja. And you already know it's the girl Ty. What's good, y'all boy? And we're giving you a youthful, fresh, insightful look into sports, music, fashion, and more. Today we're going to uh, talk about Summer Walker's album, uh, Nick Cannon's departure from Viacom. Will and Jada situation, and a few more things ahead. But before we do that, we're going to introduce today's special guest, two owners of Top Notch Boutique, Conway's very own, Tyrus and Daniel. Yes, sir. What's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Definitely a pleasure to be here. Definitely. How y'all boys feeling? Um, a little tired, a little overwhelmed, but we here. We here. We're going to make it. We're working. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. And um, we're just going to get into some questions, you know, just to ask you guys, you know, so you can enlighten us as well as our audience. So, first, I'm going to ask, what's Top Notch, and how did it come about? Uh, Top Notch is uh, it's our um, perspective on the fashion world and, and the arts, the, the world of arts, pretty much. So, um, we do music also. We do photography. um and also fashion, so you know we're trying to stay up to par, be the best at what we do. So that's top notch. Okay, okay. So it's a variety of things, not just fashion. Right, right. It's a variety it's, of things. It's more so like the art of fashion. It's not just mm-hmm. sticking into one bubble. It's like everything that has anything to do with fashion. Yeah, like music inspires fashion and all that. So we getting into all of that, and it, you'll start to see it being incorporated. Uh, further as we uh go along, of course, okay. of course. All right, so another question. So, since you say it's including music as well, how long have you been into like your your type of fashion, and also how long have you been doing y'all? Have y'all been doing music, photography, 
or like you said, the art of what you guys are starting to bring to the world? Okay. Um, well, speaking on my behalf, this tires, by the way, um, I've always been into fashion, but getting into like the alternative point of fashion that really didn't happen to college because you get around this new environment, you see a lot of different styles and it's like you almost can create your own style using the influences that's around you. And granted, the music around that, that didn't start until college, like a few years ago. And like we just started learning different trades. Like I taught myself how to sew. Daniel picked up the camera and we just put it all together and shit, this is what you get. Got that right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I got a question for you guys. What motivated you all to open up your own business, especially in Little Little Lake City? Uh I would say my uh my love and passion for business, well, both our love and passion for business and, like, being leaders. Um, and then me being from Lake City, you know, I, I know what we lack. So it's like, okay, yeah. let's bring this here. So I saw we saw opportunity and we saw a need. So we went at both of those. And here we are today. Great answer. Great answer. I love that. All right. And, like, to piggyback off that on top of that, like, a lot of people jump into things to be money hungry, but like it's not even about the money with us. It's like something that we love to do. Like we wake up every day and we're doing something that we love. It's not like, damn, I got to get up and go to work and be pissed off. It's like, oh shit, I get to do something that I like to do. I can go fuck with these pants or damn, take a picture, dang, set something up nice like that I like doing. Like it's nothing that we just dread doing. Like, oh, I got to go do this nine to five in the office. Nah. Yeah. You definitely got to doing that's another thing i feel like us as young adults get caught up into money 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 and hate our job and end up hating what we do but big up to y'all big up to y'all so that gets into my next question um so how did coronavirus affect your business coronavirus (laughs) well um honestly i can say um, sir, I'm not done with my question. Oh, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, did it speed things up or slow things down? Definitely slow things down. Mm-hmm. Definitely slow things. I w- I'm gonna honestly say both. Yeah. <laughs> if I can say both, I'm gonna say both. And can, you, can I say why you say both? I think go, I know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna say he's saying both because it slowed things down because we were supposed to been open like months ago. But it mm-hmm. sped things up because we really was procrastinating and we really didn't start getting stuff until Corona to keep in the book. Right. Okay. So y'all had the best of both worlds in a sense. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Well, um, so I know I see you have a little boutique um out of Lake City. So what so does your boutique sell a certain type of fashion? Like what are people looking for when they're shopping with you guys? Uh, those vintage pieces that's hard to find, you know, those pieces from the 80s, the 90s, you know, we go out and do the dirty work. We find it for you. We also do, um, we buy and sell and we do consignment on sneakers also. So, like, even old Jordans, retros, Yeezys, uh, the hypebeast stuff also, like the off-whites and the Louis Vuittons, the uh, Supreme, like the bait. 
So things that uh people necessarily it's hard for them to get their hands on, but we uh take that pressure off of them pretty much. So y'all like a vintage type uh type of store. Well like, yeah, it's definitely definitely vintage. It's a hundred percent vintage. But then okay. we also like try to keep up with the styles and like influences that people are seeing on like online. Like, vintage. like it's old school, but you can pull it out and it's and it's gonna definitely clash with the new school. Like what's going Absolutely. out. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you can get that shirt that's a single stitch from the eighties and you can come in and also as a girl get some stacked jeans or a freaking skirt with freaking buckles and belts on it attached to it. You know some the old with the new the old with the new. Mm, okay, I like, I like. Yeah, that's what's up. I actually, uh, I donated some of my clothes to you guys' store. I actually gave them to yes, Daniel last week, so. Appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Good garments. Good, good, good garments. Grails. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I, I walk, I walk whoever in, takes I them, they'll end, up in, they'll end up in some good hands and shit. Definitely appreciate that, man. I walked in, I seen that um, guest shirt. I've been like, yeah, that's a piece for you, bro. That's a piece. <laughs> <laughs> But um, how would you guys describe your style of fashion? I know there's plenty of styles out there. I'm just curious to uh, see what you guys say about your, yours in particular. Uh, I'll go first. This is Daniel. I'm going to say, for me, I would say I like the alternative role of fashion in, uh, in streetwear. So, like, the things that people are you know, probably afraid to wear. And I also like, um, like, um, editorial. So maybe something, uh, something weird or, you know, um, something you put together that's not normally put together, but you pull it off. So that's how I would say my, my style of fashion is. I'm, well, me, uh, I definitely am hardcore onto the streetwear, but like, I'm a hands-on type of guy. Like I said, I sew, so like, I'm gonna want my, Anything I got, I'm gonna try to make it different any way I can. So I will sew something up to something that I find and just pretty much create my own style, like in a sense. But I'm definitely <laughs> alternative. Like I really didn't get into like the deep alternative from wearing stuff that you normally want and see people wear, uh, like a nigga wearing a shimmery shirt with a freaking leopard print uh trench coat. Like you gotta know like like I didn't get deep off into that until like I started seeing Daniel do that shit, and I'm like, damn, that shit actually fly. It's crazy as hell, but it's fly. <laughs> Put it on, man. So Put it on. That that that's a sense for me, like really switching it up and like for myself when it comes to fashion. That that's a big thing for me. So, but yeah, that's that's my influence. I definitely like to make my own things sometimes. Okay, okay. So, y'all both have different types, different tastes. We love to see yeah. it. <laughs> okay. So, what does fashion do for you when it comes to lessons in life? Man, that's a big one. It's it, it helps me uh be expressive. Like it, like if if I'm feeling some some type of way, you see it in how I dress or like what I'm going through at that time. You see it in how I dress. Like I just posted on this uh this grungy phase I had when I had the black nails and like the the lock chains and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like what I was going through at that time. It's like this is how I was feeling. So I did it. I did that way, or I was switching, wear something 
I had scrubs on one time, but like, you know, I was rocking them. It's just how I'm feeling. It helps me express myself. And that's how that's how I feel about it. Well, um, for me, it's pretty much like to cater to the folks that actually look at me or hit me. I'm like, yo, like what to wear, how to do this, da 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 da. And I I put it on and I it's like a moment for me to dare to be different. Like I don't have to be the same as anybody else. I can throw some clothes on. And I'm a, I'm in a whole different persona, like, and it doesn't matter what the occasion is. <laughs> so for me, like, it just influenced my spirit. Like, when I put on my clothes, I feel good. Like, if I'm really trying to put some clothes on, I don't care if it's the ugliest thing. Like, if I like it and I feel good in it, it's gonna boost my self esteem and my mood for today. Right. Yeah. As it should. As it should. I um, <clears throat> I definitely agree with Tyrus on that. Like how I'm feeling that day or Daniel too like my mood what I have on is how I'm feeling like you know what I'm saying if I don't like my fit for today I'm gonna have a bad day right <laughs> but honestly that that's some that's some real shit right there that's real facts but um I got a question for both of you we almost it... done with the questions <laughs> Wait, I'm fine man keep going <laughs> <laughs> but um if you can be a, a stylist for any celebrity who would it be and why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then you got yours. Damn, I got to pick one. Just one. All right. Give, um, give, me, give me top two. Just give me two. Okay. Okay. Um, no, no my... top three. Top three. Top three. It's too okay, many. Okay. Damn, damn, let's get okay, it. Okay. Right. <laughs> my, my top three. Give me three, uh, this... give me three celebrities that who you will love okay. to style and why. I, all right. This tires. My three is going to be... Um, and this is like a probably like an underground, but she, I don't want to say she's a celebrity, but mm-hmm. like if you were in the fashion world, you know her. But I'm gonna say, what's good? Mm. Um, Alila, 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 okay, okay. And I'm going to my third one, I'm gonna say Young Thug, and I say because I know that they're not going to be on some shit like. Uh, I don't know if I want to wear that. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. If I put them in it, they're gonna put that shit on. And they're gonna wear it, and they're gonna they're gonna know how to just profile it. Like it's not gonna be no ooh, how should I pose? None of that. It's like they'll stand there and it'll be okay. It doesn't matter what they do. They can just look at the ground, mm-hmm. and it's gonna come out perfect. Great, uh, top three. That's a good top three. Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna go with the heavy hitters. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Rihanna. I was, ooh, come on, Danny, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with ASAP Rocky. Okay. And I'm gonna go with uh my man, my main man for real, you know. Oh, definitely. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the heavy hitters. They gonna they gonna they gonna push me to go further and learn more. Like I want I wanna know something as I, as I style do. I wanna learn something new. So I'm gonna go with the heavy hitters. I wish I could style Virgil too though. Virgil. Oh wow. Cause I'm, that was easy. Cause that nigga gonna t- he just gonna take the shoe off and cut it with some scissors and put it back on. <laughs> I think it look better this way. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is the last question, by the way. Um, what are you guys' business hours and location? How can people find you on social media? Um, our business hours are going to be Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. We close on Sundays. Praise the Lord. You can find us on Instagram at top notch.boutique our website is shop top notch.us um facebook top notch boutique 
Um, shoot, if y'all want to call us on the stove phone, it's... you already know. <laughs> stove phone number on there. Call us. We're going to be there. Everybody got a stove Church phone. Church. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we official to Hey, man. Let them know where little, little Lake City at, man. You know where? Hey, man. We in uh, Lake City, South Carolina on Main Street, 103 West Main Street. Um, Lake City, South Carolina, two nine five six zero across from Joe's Barbershop. Everybody knows Joe. You try to call him. <laughs> oh, you need something. Oh, you need something. Good eats is there. Hey, man. The good eats is on the, everywhere down there, man. It's an hour from Conway, thirty minutes from Florence, about an hour and a half from Charleston. Yes, sir. Bust them down. Hey, man. Take that trip. Take that trip. We appreciate you guys. You said what? What you say? I said, Deja's still eating. <laughs> Backing it up. Ah, I popped my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so enough with the questions. If you guys still have time, y'all can um, chime in with us for the rest of the podcast. But uh, we're going to get into the new music that dropped uh, last week. Start off with Summer Walker. The song that we played was White Tea. Mm-hmm. 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 What y'all, how, y'all feel, how y'all felt about the album? Um. All right. Let me start off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> let, let me be start off. I'm a I'm a summer walker kind of sewer. Love first it. and foremost, yeah. um, that horror fan. Yeah, you know but, you be um, in the room with red light. Red light. No red light. Glass of wine. If I'm feeling good, I might have a cigar on me. You never know. But um, I'm gonna say I like the fact that she was trying to do different sounds. She was trying to. Test the waters on a lot of different things. Um, but Party Next Door, he wrote that song. Mm-hmm. You can tell she was back there making the noises. I had love it. She put her energy into it. Um, as a whole, it was a cool EP, but it's not the summer that the world expects. Like you hear some walker, you think you're about to go get your gun and pull up at your ex house and <laughs> end up having sex with him and then shoot him afterwards. So but we we didn't that get that and we, did, we didn't get that we got you know uh just a different moves it was a different vibe from her and i, I appreciate it regardless um and that's all i gotta say about it yeah i can definitely agree with tyrus she was um like he said i appreciate that she was you know um, testing different sounds, but like like you said, it wasn't that overall Summer Walker sound that we was expecting, which I'm kind of happy about because you can't always give the people what they want. So, right. You know, you have to grow into different sounds and different projects, and I just feel like, you know, the more I listen to it, the more I'm going to like it. Um, I mean, I do still like it, but at the same time, it's not something I'm constantly going back to listen to, but overall, um, I do appreciate the album. Like Tyra said, that song with Party, that song is hard. Um, I just want them to do a whole album at this point. <laughs> that's just that on that. So, I love you so much if you listen to this. But um, I I like the EP. Mm-hmm. Like I like the different the different sounds she was giving us. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people was really, it's crazy thing that a lot of people was really on the internet like trashing it, yeah. and I was like, bro, like this shit is like really good like i don't see why people don't like it but like i said like people are expecting a certain sound from her and she really didn't give it to us on this album and which i appreciate like i really like i like all five songs mm-hmm. for real for real white tea being my favorite and then um my affections being my second favorite so i mean 
I, I thought she did really good on this EP. And like I said, it is something slight for now, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, ain't no telling what she going to do on her next studio album. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really dug into it like that. Yeah, know, of course. I don't really be into the female sex that's stuff you, like that. That's, right. you, that's not good, Braxton. You need to grow up. No, I mean, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to say you need to grow up. You just got to, like, dig deeper into, like, you. I mean, I feel, like it was a, I feel like it was an EP for the females. For me, me personally. No. I, can't, I can't even. It was, it was too many male features for it to be it, just for females, too, yeah, bro. Exactly. I mean, the, the White Tea the white tea song, that was probably, like, the song that I kind of could have rocked with. I can't really rock with the one party next door for whatever reason. But then again, I only gave it, like, one listen. Yeah, do it again. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about it. If you if you always put it that I mean any music she makes is gonna be for the females. I mean she is a female singing about her perspective. That's like yeah. you saying, Oh, little baby little baby rapping about niggas all the time. I don't like that, but it's hard because I do like it. I can't say that, you know what I'm saying? Just say don't, don't like, like just, just don't like female music, Braxton. Yeah, they trying to they trying to they trying to get on me, man. They always getting on me. I ain't worried about it. Grill them. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But enough of summer. Who else dropped Juice World? Y'all listen to Juice World's album? Yeah, it's too emotional, man. It's, man, just, I it's too. I, uh... I couldn't finish it. Honestly, man. Yo, you, you, made... you know what's crazy? A lot of people are saying it's like, bro, I can't. This I can't mm-hmm. even get through it because it's it's just too emotional. It's too sad. It's too heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah it's like, like he was really he was crying. That. He was crying for help, and it's like, mm-hmm. and, and it's like it's a little too late for that. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad that they put that out, but it's just like I'm glad you yeah, said it like that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it was too late. you <laughs> like, sick. <laughs> you are sick in the No, nah, but no, nah, for, for real. Think about this, like his ARs and his team. Like y'all hear the music he making, y'all see what he doing. Mm-hmm. Like help this man, get this man some help. Y'all in his face with it. Now, don't cry now that y'all listen to his unfinished piece of work that y'all put together. Like, shit, y'all should have helped him while he was there. It's, it's the I mean, I agree it. with that, but, you know, they feel as though that because he was the way that he was, it, it reached out to a certain audience. Mm-hmm. It did. And, you know, so I guess that's why they really didn't... I guess, I don't know if they didn't want to help him or they, or they just... And I, don't, and I don't want to say they failed to help him either, but I just feel like at that point it was just like keep making the music for this type of audience because mm-hmm. this type of audience likes this type of music. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with them, with him keep making that music, he was doing like he was doing drugs with, you know, unfortunately led to his death. And like a lot of people say, like this album basically seemed like he was just speaking on like he like he knew he was gonna die. Like right, right. I can yeah. agree. I got halfway through it and it just. It was it was like the songs were good. Yeah, there's like some good songs up there. Like they are. But then I started I started actually feeling what this man was saying. It's like, yikes! Like, come on, like mm-hmm. somebody call nine one one, escort this man, get him the help he need. But and like like you said, it is an audience it's for an audience of like that deals with high anxiety, depression, and yeah, you know, a lot of different traumas. Yeah. But it's like it was, it, was the, it was definitely selling. But at the end of the day, like I sit here and I think, like yikes, like does this help the anxiety and depression? Right. Like to know someone else out there is dealing with it, or the way the music sounds actually make me feel like it's gonna put me in a deeper depression. Yeah, 
Right. But I, I can't I can't get mad at it. Like, you know, people like what they like. Right. And the thing about it, like, with that is just like, you know, like at that point, like they feel as though like I guess what people in that audience, they feel as like, well, dang, like I'm doing the same thing that this rapper is doing, he feels the same way that I feel, you know what I'm saying? And when, like I said, when people in the background in the music industry peep that, they're 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 going to do whatever to do to make money, period, point blank. So I really yeah. don't think, like, people really want it to help him. I think they just want it to him to keep making that music for that certain group of people. That is correct. I think the same thing. He was making the money. And they let they let the music fly because he was making the money. They didn't really care too much about what he was going through or none of that. They just, as long as it was selling, they was okay. Yeah, but a lot of people say they couldn't finish. I mean, I, I heard that the intro was kind of like, it, the intro really took me. I was like, okay, let me pay attention. You know, like the intro name is Anxiety, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, eh, you know, it's just, but. 21 songs and people can barely get through song number 10. So, yeah, I, I think I made it to like, I made it to like number I I, nine. I was out. Well, yeah, I mean, I listened to it today for the first time. Um, it was kind of eerie, but at the same time, like, it was kind of, I don't know, it was good listening to him, like, you know. Be, I guess, like, be. I mean, I guess him being himself in a sense, not saying that you know the drugs and everything like that was okay, but I guess, like, I said, him just, I guess, I don't know how to put it, him being him, him being Juice World. Like, I guess I haven't heard him in a while, so like, you know, hearing his album, you know, a couple songs I was really liking. What songs were they on there? I think it's that, blood on, that blood on my jeans, yeah, I'm gonna say blood on my jeans, conversations. Hate yeah, me either. Like, no, yep, yeah, I heard righteous on like, oh, but then blood on my jeans came on. I was like, okay, let me get back right. <laughs> yeah, um, hate the other world. I mean, hate the other side is my song too. Yeah, Polo G, um, they them boys hard. Life's a mess. Like honestly, it's a it's a solid album, but it's just eerie because like it was literally a, it's literally a cry for help. And it's just crazy because, like, dang, he really gone. He really gone. right. And I, I think it didn't dawn on me until I actually started listening. Yeah, gone. R.I.P. Juice World, man. We got another. How you pronounce it? Posthumous album. Posthumous yeah. album. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it. Hey, did y'all ever talk about um Pop Smoke album? We did like yeah, we talked about it um last week. Yeah, yeah. gas, gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite song? That. Man, I listen to it every day. Like favorite, I'll say I can't even say my favorite song, but that for the night, yeah, yeah, the woo, yeah, yeah, is my shit now. Like snitching gas, man, mm-hmm. mood swings, enjoy yourself. Something the the work, the whole project. It's like the I wish thing? I could get more from him now. The whole project, man. I wish I could get more work from him now. I like that Diana with that Diana. Combs. Hey, that's that's combs. Oh, yeah. Combs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, that's a good piece of work. Yeah, Pop Smoke definitely tapped into that R and B sound, man. He did that. I it's, loved it. And it's like I, I, when I first heard of Pop Smoke, like I heard the, <laughs> the Dior and all that. It's like, all right, it's right. some lit music, but it's like I knew I felt like it was gonna be a one hit quitter. Like that was yeah. it. He was gonna make his break. When I heard this, I'm like, he was trying. Oh, more from this man, but I can't get that. Yeah, I, I smoke, too, like 
I was not expecting me to. I wasn't expecting myself to vibe with the album like I did because, like you said, like I mean, like his first few singles, I wasn't really like you know going stupid crazy over. Although they are good songs that you know I I eventually grew into, but I didn't want to hear that shit. <laughs> but <laughs> but this this album, it was just a perfect mixture of him as an artist, like perfect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, perfect. yeah. But enough of that. Um, so y'all boys see Snoop Dogg and DMX about to battle? I see it, I see Man, it. Man, that ain't even no battle. What? Keep it above. <laughs> what, is it, what is it gonna be, a celebration? <laughs> okay. I think he's saying, uh, what, Snoop Dogg gonna drag him? Definitely. Huh? Oh, I don't know, man. What? Um, I don't think so. Oh, y'all tripping now. Y'all Come on, man. What, so what the bitch you want like from a nigga? You said what? 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 You not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Okay, What like? Nah, besides, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Besides, uh, what was that song? Tyrus was singing. What these bitches want from a nigga? Besides what that one, and uh, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Come on, man. Come on, come on. This thing is like, no. about some like Mike type song. Anybody keep talking about that? All right, you so what other DMX songs you know? Huh? <laughs> uh, oh, now you're lost. First of all, I rest my case. I rest my case. I said, what other DMX songs you know? Okay, what's the song? Gonna give it to you. What are you talking about? How it's going? Do you really want me to get to a list? How it's going with the good How it's going down. Beautiful, drop it like it's hot. Both them songs. That's a good no. That's the album. That's a good battle, man. I can't even lie. Beautiful, drop it like it's hot. Those two songs by itself. Did it on the flow. Sexual seduction, man. You Thank can't leave you. that one out. Come on now. <laughs> Y'all, please. I'm going to take my time, Come on, You're using yourself in. Come on now, dog. DMX had the hits like 90s, you know what I'm saying, during those times. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Snoop, Snoop. You got to thank young Snoop Dogg, too. Snoop. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like that. Can I finish? I'm not saying. I'm not saying like. Well, what am I saying? I mean, yes, Snoop Dogg do have hits, but y'all, y'all not gonna say it at like DMX only have two hits. Exactly. Don't like y'all would not hear and say that he only has two hits. Braxton, so what are you saying? Snoop Dogg DMX got DMX. DMX has anger, bro. Have you never seen a video of how much, how many times DMX used to sell out um, Coachella and all that? Exactly. Thank you, He had the whole world in the palm of his hands. He really did. He's been doing that before. He's been doing that before the music festivals. He's been doing that before Coachella, Rolling Loud. He's been doing that as a regular concert by himself. You can't tell me this man don't. Like, come on. If we we going off twenty song based off twenty songs, like though, twenty so songs, you got you got to really have like the hardest twenty songs. Yeah, I don't, it's about. I don't know. Hey, you don't think DMS have twenty songs 
right now. You not not, not consistently. Do can you think of? I say. Can you think of ten DMX songs right now? No looking. I'll say. Just think of ten DMX songs right now. No. I gave you six of them. What? You know, maybe earlier, but I gave you six names. What are you saying? I need four more. I need four more. Oh my goodness! Bryson, you have to think. All these songs that hit these hits used to have was before we was born. Man, it made the hits. To you, to you, it wasn't. To you, it made the hits, man. Your daddy ain't gonna be my friend on you. Uh, no. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Bryson. Just he'll play more Snoop Dogg than he do. Uh, come on, Jenna Juice. Come on, man. That boy forgetting. Bryson, we're not saying that Snoop Dogg have don't have hits. Like we know Snoop Dogg hits. Like we know Snoop Dogg got a list on him, but. We're not gonna say and act like DMX don't have a list on him either now. Mm-hmm. Like, let's come on now. He trying to play my dog. It's all right. Yeah. I still got Snoop Dogg, man. I don't care. Yeah, that I, 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 I choose Snoop Dogg too, but don't try to play DMX now. That nigga pick. Yeah, this don't create yeah, a whole culture. culture. This nigga created a whole culture at one point. You know what I'm saying? He started that screaming shit. Okay. <laughs> he started that screaming <laughs> Not facts. But I'm tired of arguing with Braxton. Let's get into something else. All right. Holy. So we're going to get into some of the latest, what's going on, you know, with the culture. So first first is first, Nick Cannon. Who want to give the who want to get the deep sense of what's going on? All right. So basically, long story short, um, Nick Cannon had a Mr. Griffin on the show. I don't know his first name, so I'm saying his last name. Mr. Griffin on the show, and he said some um some basically some negative things towards the Jewish community. And um the people at Viacom took that to offense and they canceled basically anything that Nick that, that was in the palms of Nick Cannon's hands. So um that's just the little background story I can give you guys. Uh, personally oh, go ahead Kai. I just think it's really fucked up. <laughs> I think it's fucked up. I hate that, you know and like even like they said like Nick tried to reach out to the to the CEO of Viacom to explain, you know, why he said what he said, but he said it was silence. Like nobody ever responded back to him. So he feels so that they're just making basically giving a black boy a lesson, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which I I mean I mean, I don't I just hope that at this point black people just need to create their own network. Because I thought, like, earlier I was like, well, dang, he could probably get an Oprah network come to mm-hmm. find out that Oprah only owns 30% of her network. Mm-hmm. So, I and the other one is owned by, you know, white people. I'm sorry if you're white and listening out there, but I'm telling, I'm speaking the truth. But, um, we just gotta, at this point, we need to get, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, at this point, like, we just need, we really just need a, ch- a, a channel for us and for us only. Like, 100% black owned. People think BET's black owned, but BET's owned by Viacom as well. So he can't go there. He can't go to BET, VH1, MTV. He cannot do that because they're owned by the same person who is right. white. And most of their shows are dedicated to who? African Americans. I seen uh, Diddy reached out uh, to him about uh, Revolt TV. Yeah. Now that's black owned, I believe. Yeah, I think Diddy got most well, his people got most of that, all of that probably. See, the thing with Diddy, I heard Diddy don't like to pay people. I heard that too. But <laughs> I'm for the love, I'm for the support, so I'm gonna just hush. 
Right. I mean, Wild Wild and Out's gonna be missed. I think they were supposed to air like all, like a lot of shows of Wild and Out today. It was and like it, earlier today. And it's they cut it off immediately. Yesterday, literally like last night, I'm getting into bed, about to put on Wild and Out, and I'm seeing Fresh Prince constantly pop up, and I'm like, nah, bro, I'm kicking, I'm clicking on H1 nigga, and get on Twitter. I'm like, oh wow, that's what's going on, and it's just it's messed up because even before all of this, I feel like people never ever ever give Nick Cannon his flowers. You know, they label him as corny, as corny. He don't have good music, all this stuff. But y'all not talking about what. Nick Cannon has been doing for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? In the movies, uh, all these shows, hosting his own show. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nick Cannon has been consistently on and has solidified himself as, you know, who he is. And it's just not fair because, like, dang, bro. Like, while and out still going on strong. Show not even corny. So, show funny as hell. Putting people on. Like, I'm sick. I'm sad. I'm sad. But I feel like this is something he needed because... He about to pop off of something bigger than MTV. Uh-huh. MTV needed Wild and Out. Nobody watches MTV no more. What do y'all play other than Wild and Out? Y'all playing these pregnancy shows nobody care yeah. about? R- ridiculousness. Yeah. That's funny. I think the only thing that, that blows me about it is that Nick Cannon actually was introducing new comedians and yeah, people on. So like, that's kind of yeah, a downfall. Y'all going to take that away from up and coming. Um artist that's trying to you know get some spotlight and that's the mm-hmm. platform that they was like that's a good platform to get yourself out there and pretty much get a foot in the door as like your own comedian like i know a lot of folks probably wouldn't even know like people knew dc um young fly and like um carlos Marlena, but like a lot of folks wouldn't know these cats without being introduced to wild and out because that's what people was turning on to see on tv mm-hmm. and then you start I mean, seeing them on with, social media with- I mean, like, even with DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean, like, if it wasn't for Wild and Out, 85 South Show would not be the 85 South Show. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They they created that connection due to Wild and Out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Wild and Out, been is, even before, 10 years ago... When we were, yeah, when we were kids. Every young crunk on there, when they... First got Emmanuel on there when they had all the OGs on there, like yeah, that was that it. was back when Cat Williams, Cat Williams, that's bro. That, that was that was some funny shit, bro. <laughs> all them that was back when there. it was literally just the red and black squad. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, no platinum, no gold, no nothing. Yeah, that blue, yeah. no pink, no yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but none of that, none of that. Yeah, I felt like he. Just, I mean, I felt like he just had to get that off his chest. You know, he, didn't he probably was. I mean, yeah, he didn't say nothing wrong, but like, I guess. So, to... what exactly did he say? Let me, let me exactly he, like verbatim. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to say word for word, but like, what's the gist of it? Because I, this is my first time hearing about it. I don't be up to date on social media. Really, it's kind of my fault. But I, I I'm just hearing well, about it. Um, it can be damaging. <laughs> let's see. Do the research. he was telling history. He wasn't like directing yeah. exactly at somebody he was telling explaining history and he was correct mm-hmm. i mean i feel like he, he also spoke on like you know like how we value our melanin he was like you know the way we value our melanin is what makes us compassionate in a way uh-huh. and people just thought he was so ignorant and i'm just like how is that ignorant he was like you know 
that's, he's like, that's another reason why, you know, white people are animals because they fear, he's like, they fear for, they, that's what they fear for their lives. And they see that, you know, mm-hmm. we value our melanin and who we are. So they don't they get enough sunlight. That's what he was saying. Exactly. <laughs> so this, what he was, this is also what was said. This is also what was said too. And I'm just going to read a little expert from the New York Times. So it says, um, Mr. Griffin left a group after he said in an interview with the Washington Times that the Jews are wicked and we can prove this. He also said that Jews were responsible for the majority of the wickedness that goes on across the globe. And then he said, speaker to Mr. Canning, Mr. Griffin doubled down on his past remarks about the influence of Jewish people on the music and media industry. And he said, I'm hated now because I told you the truth. That what Mr. Griffin said. And then Nick Cannon said, you're speaking facts. There's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. So that what was said. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even mad at Nick Cannon. Nigga was giving a history lesson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's yeah. no wrong with what you say. Like, nothing wrong with what you said. Vietcom just perfect. didn't like what he said and just snatched right. everything away from him. When they, they start to see weaknesses in themselves when they see the truth, and then it's like, oh no, we gotta take this nigga off this platform. He spoke. He's speaking too loud. Too loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Too loud. And they don't like that, man. They think they don't. They don't want us. And I said, us every time, black people like speaking too loud. They don't like the fact that we're too knowledgeable about our history and our past. They don't like that. Right. And shout out to Nick Cannon for not being afraid of losing everything to tell the truth. Right. Yeah. Oh, facts. Yeah. Instead of telling yeah. us about a Nick, instead of telling us about a white man on a quarter, he's trying to speak some facts. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel as though somebody said this earlier. I didn't catch you said it, but I feel as though I mean, I I'm a true believer in one door closes, another one opens. I feel as though at this point, it's going to be something bigger and better for I'm just excited to see what he has you know coming up in his future and you know I'm I'm rooting for Nick Cannon you know absolutely so. like I'm not even gonna be mad like if he stops like the entertainment business because I mean he already got his money tied up in a million different things this, this man is rich like mm-hmm. he's but like he don't have he can still do the wild and out tour if he wanted to he don't he don't have to do that through Viacom you don't have to do that through, I mean through, he still got the bad singer yeah, the, the nigga got money. He's an investor. He like he Holds has everything. money. <laughs> I think yeah, he got money. He owns like the the what's the world most expensive shoes? It's like a like it's like some like a million. He per got a foot. bunch of diamonds in yeah. it or something, man. It's like a yeah, it's like a million per foot. Like, yeah, foot, probably dollars. those shoes they be roasting him on wild as Lord. Okay, what else is what? going on in the world? Well, in Jada. The word of the week. The word of the week is entanglement. 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 We, we've all, we've all been in entanglement. Been before. there, done that. Agreed. I'm proud of that word. Look, look, the internet took that and they ran with it. That's all they had to hear was entanglement one time because nobody ever heard that word before. Jada introduced she that said, to the dictionary. I was in an entanglement. He said, In entanglement, Jada, give me a relationship. A relationship. She's still but she's still behind entanglement 10 toes. She said that shit four times. Nah, facts. <laughs> but how do y'all feel about the situation, Tyrus and Daniel? Um, 
let me say this. Uh, I, li- <laughs> I like, I like, I like every party that's in the situation. I like Will. I like Jade. I like August. I support August. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been through a lot. Um, granted, it, the timing for him speaking on it was bad. Do that, he did drop an album that is kind of cliche. Um, but yeah. Jada took advantage of this young man. I don't care what anybody says. Jada is more aware and wiser than him, and she knew exactly what she was doing. Um, for her to be able to come out and say yes, I was in a relationship with him and confirm it. Cool, that takes some weights off of like off of the world show. This like just to know, but um, she was wrong. They they both was wrong. Who was more wrong? Uh, it depends on how you look at it. Me personally, I think Jada abused this young man. When he was as weak as he he had so much going on as hell, to yeah. his, he lost family members. It was like she gave this man so much love and then put the cat on him, and now he in love with her and the person she is. So it's like, damn, you do this and then you cold turkey this man. Like, uh, it's kind of fucked up. It's real fucked up. I can't lie. Like you playing, you torn with someone mental stability and emotions at the same time. It's like you can't do that to an unstable person that young. When you damn been living for so long and been married for twenty plus years, and got kids damn near his age, so it's like, come on now, imagine someone doing that to your kid. Mm. Talk to a pal, Daniel. Oh, that was Daniel. I can't tell. Oh, that was tired. No, that was tired. Right. Right. Oh, exactly. Oh, Apologize, ho. <laughs> no, he was saying Daniel next time. Oh, I thought he was saying. Apologize. I was wrong. <laughs> um, what I'm gonna say is, I understand both perspectives of it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> because I the is about to come from his mouth. Because <laughs> I too, as Jada, run to fix people as a person because I'm like a healer. I look to help people. But and like she said, but she was she's like they she was going through a separation, so uh like she was hurt too. So like hurt people hurt people, you know. So they both was broken. So that that's probably how that got you know that deep. But both of them played a part in it, you know. Both of them was broken, Mm -hmm. but she 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 as a mature adult, you know, older, she she could have done things differently Mm -hmm. to help this young man instead of. Getting involved that way with him mm-hmm. instead of putting the, the, the pussy on him, the, the cat on him. Okay, right. <laughs> that's how he your life. This man said, I could die. And that's what he said, He said he can die and know he lived a good life, he won't be mad like he, <laughs> he found love. That's, I need that's, that's deep. And, and to a person that's married, that's like that's deep. You know what I'm saying? I like, can die. I know he said. I know I, like he can die right now and know he had he put all his heart into something into loving somebody. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. To a married woman, you know it's crazy. That shit is sad. That's what it is. Sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. I, but I was couldn't watch the whole interview. He started crying. I just had to apologize. <laughs> yeah, that that shit was deep. Like, cause I feel August. It's like being that the age difference. I can just imagine being in his shoes in that moment. Cause like like Daniel said, hurt people do hurt people. And I can't say it's all Jada fault because you you she was vulnerable at the same time too like she was losing her, she she thought she wasn't going to get her husband back that she had for so many years but it's, she's it's, looking to feel good yeah she wanted to feel good and she said she hasn't felt good in a very very long time <laughs> <That's what she's laughs> right there looking good <laughs> like, let me get you yep yep and granted, <laughs> on top of this Jada fine so i, I understand august i'm not mad at this man but he should have known, like, bro, you can't you can't tie your shoes with no fingers. That's all I can say. 
<laughs> you, you can't tie your shoes with no fingers, and he he put his hand in a situation where it's these it's a couple, a power couple like that, like this that that Jada and that Will love. Even though from the outside looking in, it was good, it was terrible. Um, I would never want <laughs> that kind marriage of love. for life. But yeah, <laughs> I can't believe they said that, bro. Yeah, I, uh... they did, and like it's just I wish August would have. Found enough light inside his darkness to realize, like, okay, this is bad. I shouldn't even be doing this. I'm, I'm getting too involved. My feelings are there, and I just need to get the fuck away from it. I think, uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of people was painting, painting Jada in a negative light. Okay, let me say this. I, okay, I. I, I I agree, but I don't agree with her. I I, I don't agree with her part because I like you said, um, Tyrus. Um, I felt like she really like took over him when he was in his weak weakness stage. Like he was very weak, he was really vulnerable, you know. And I feel like she took advantage of that, and that's the only thing I didn't like about the whole situation. Even when he brought it out, you know, there was allegations from both parties saying that you no, know, they denying it. And then out of nowhere, like two days later, now they're saying that it's true, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is like, you know, they they both stated that before this whole August thing even came out, like they both stated that they had an open marriage. Like everybody knew that Will and Jade had an open marriage. Jada even made a comment on her red table talk that you know, like she could be on one end of the house doing mm-hmm. what she's doing, and he could be at the other end of the house doing what he's doing. As long as as long as they're under the same house. They're they're fine, which is you no know, not normal to us, but that is how their marriage worked. And you know, even she said like she felt like the relationship was over. And even from what I heard was that he was in a relationship with somebody named Heidi. So I mean, at the end of the day, like I mean, at the end of the day, like yes, they was in a relationship. I just didn't like the fact that she downplayed him. Cause you know, I said this man was literally pouring his heart out on this interview just for you to call it an entanglement, like girl. Mm-mm. Right. I mean, that's probably what she thought it was. No, she didn't. I feel like she loved him, but then she, she was embarrassed. Yeah, I I feel that way too. I don't, I really don't think it was an entanglement or how she made it. I really feel like she like really really loved that man for real for real. But because he because I mean think about it, this happened like what years ago, Almost, yeah. like three years ago. Yeah. So like she like, she just like you know why is this coming up now? Uh, so she's I'm not saying she's embarrassed. You this is just a su- subject that. She never pictured talking about, and so she just trying to downplay it like it was nothing. And I don't, I mean, I believe August from the jump. So, yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew August had no reason to lie. So I believe everything this young man said. Yeah, he he randomly brought that up like nobody asked for. Well, I just wanted to do with Jada and them, but I did not like how he came at Kiki Palmer for oh, no completely reason. Yeah, I ain't had like that either. I ain't gonna he dogged her. He literally did nothing. Somebody posted a picture of them, and she spoke on it, because I guess they were trying to say, like, you know, her and August was a thing. She was just like, well, he never was my man, but she said something else, but it wasn't in a tone to where she was trying to diss him or being yeah. like that. So then he all of a sudden jumps on her with this long ass paragraph talking about some how he would never be her man because she said this about him to her friends. I'm just like August, like now you're getting yourself as the villain. Like you need to stop. I think right now I think stop. right now August is just trying to speak all his truth life. Anybody anybody gonna say something August, he's gonna spit his facts, like regardless of the situation. He did I mean, he that's good and all, but at the same time you don't have to go about it that way, like you know what I'm saying? 
You don't have to go about it. That was a petty like, that move. Was, that was petty. That was petty. And he is but, trying to get them out of themselves. Mm-hmm. But you have listened to the album? It was some songs in there I was fucking with. Oh, yeah. It's some, it's some, some fire on that. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I still gotta listen to the rest. I still didn't listen to it. Yeah, it is like 27 songs, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen to it, though. That's, that's my man's, though. Yeah, speaking of 27 song albums, Chris Brown better not do that this time. I, I can't. I can't listen. I ain't finished the last one. Never, I never finished okay. it. That nigga put 100 songs on I ain't finished this one before that one. I'm two albums behind. Okay. And I love Chris, man, but I can't do all them damn songs, bruh. No. All right, so what's next, y'all? Let me look at my thing. Call of Duty Warzone. Man. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Next. Not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm not sure if you guys have been keeping up with the protesting that's still going on in the honor of Miss Breonna Taylor. Yes, um, yes, yes. We had some, some familiar faces. Um, active active in you know Kentucky where she was from you know paying their respects you know protesting standing up for what's right standing up for Black Lives Matter everything good um, you know you have Miss Portia Williams you know take one for the team Yandy YB and Corday Kenny Steele all was arrested on last night well, I saw that. How, do I saw that. It? how do y'all feel about it um, it wasn't love, at the love. same area right no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. You sure? It had, no, Are you sure? no. I'm saying they they had. It was two different. It was two different areas. But I saw the one where Corday was at, and um, I love I I love to see people that you know have an audience and a platform to devote it to yeah. a, a good cause, regardless of like the outcome. Like, so for mm-hmm. them to go that hard and you know to even go to jail and be in there for more than 24 hours, it's like. That's lit. That's lit. I love this lit. Yes, I love it. It, show, it, shows, it shows that, like, famous people are actually, like, humans. Like, because people look at these icons as, like, people that's untouchable and stuff like that. So, it shows the humanity that they actually have. I like to see it. Mm-hmm. You can you can tell who's really doing it authentic, authentically and genuinely and who's just doing it for clout. That, too. So... I'm proud. I mean, I'm not happy they went to jail, but I'm happy, like you said, they're using their to, you know, put out there like, bro, this shit affected me just as much as it's affecting you, no matter how much money I got, how much I, no matter how much love status I got, like, I'm out here with y'all, and that's some real shit. That's some real shit, so. Braxton? I respect them to the fullest. Because there's a lot of celebrities out here who ain't doing shit, so. Mm yeah, I like it. I mean, it caught me off guard when I just happened to look on Twitter and saw uh, they was arrested for that. And just looking at uh, Kenny Stills, he actually posted a picture on his Instagram with his mugshot mm-hmm. with this uh, t-shirt that he was wearing that says Rihanna's Taylor's killers are still out there pretty much. And, I saw police. Yeah. Yeah. The police mm-hmm. And like, I mean, he just, and he Posted that like ten hours ago, so I mean he's, I mean he's still letting it be known, and everyone's there trying to retweet things and tweeting things in regards to Breonna Taylor. I mean, 
It sucks that nothing hasn't happened yet. Hopefully, sometime down the road, it does. That's just happening for uh, Elijah McCain. Is it McCain or McClain? Mm-hmm. I think it's McClain. McClain. McCain. Okay. Forgive One me if I said the name wrong. But yeah, hopefully, justice for them comes soon. Just, mm-hmm. uh, just applaud people from standing up in what they believe in. Right, I think this is like a non-stop protest right now, and I, I love to see it. Like, yeah, I, I get on when I do get on social media, like I see it, like it's aware, like everyone, like is posting, and that's that's what's got to happen. Like you got to flood it into the white folk, be like, all right, it's enough, lock them niggas up, like shit. It's obvious that they was wrong. Let's not piss the blacks off anymore, mm-hmm. and lock them up, lock them up, and just stop doing what the fuck they're doing. Like let's let's get a hold of our justice system, like. Do screenings on these police officers. Make sure they're mentally intact. Like, figure out how yeah. to decide whether they are actually racist or they have racist traits or something like in in their family. Any fucking thing. Like, do something to, to stop the madness of just openly pulling out a gun or you know putting your fucking knee on a man. Like, come on. Yeah, I feel like there's so much that could be done to prevent, but it's just so stagnant. So stagnant. Yeah. All but, right. Well, you got it? Go ahead. No, go ahead, Mama. You got it. First thing first, I just want to say, rest in peace to little Marlo. Rest in peace to Naya Rivera and Nicole Day. Like, there's three people who we lost within the same week oh. it has just been it's just been kind of crazy so um y'all know about Lil Marlo, Marlo. Lil Marlo got shot um, in ATL leaving a party um Naya R- Rivera she um got lost or she you know she her body was covered in a lake um and then the cold thing she was a popular YouTube star who died in um during childbirth um, along with her unborn child. So um, I just want to say my heart goes out to their families. They, y'all, you guys are in my prayers. Um, and um, I, I just don't know what else to say. I'm just sorry that you guys are having to go through this. So, yeah. Who was the last person you named? Nicole. Right. I, saw, I saw that she was a, she, I, don't, I didn't never see her on YouTube. She was a YouTuber. I didn't know she died during childbirth. I just knew mm-hmm. she was pregnant and died. I didn't know that. Then I said, yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah, if y'all don't know, like, black women, when it comes to childbirth, we, we, lo- we lose a lot of black women during the childbirth um, experience um, because we're not properly being taken care of. Um, that's why more black women are looking for doulas or, you know, just someone else, someone else besides the nurse to help them, you know, get through that childbirth experience because, again, there's been plenty of times where, a, a nurse will, will neglect the mother and the mother will die. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it happen too many times. I've read plenty of stories about it. And this is why this one kind of like, not it don't hit home, but it just, it's um, like she, with her being a popular YouTube star, it's, it's bringing more light into how black woman is being mistreated when it comes to childbirth. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Just to touch on what you said, 
you know, love, prayers, condolences going out to anybody who lost anyone recently during all these hard times. You know, we, we really don't touch bases on stuff like this, but it's some real shit going on. You know, people are losing family members. People are losing loved ones. People are losing friends. And, y'all, life is short, so we just have to love one another. We have to be there for one another. We have to protect one another. Because they out, they out here, they out here trying to right. bring us down. And it's just unfortunate. You know, so many young lives. And I think it affects, it affects me more because it's like, dang, they my right. age. Right. Dang, that could have been me. Dang, that could have been top my cousin. So it's just like, it's crazy. But at the same time, we got to keep it pushing. So, but anything you got to say, Brad? No, to the words out of my mouth. All right, well, enough of that, Megan and Tori Lane. Y'all what can, is y'all can, going? Y'all what can. is going what on? What is going on? Yeah, I saw the article, man. They done shot my girl in the ass. What? Yeah, man, they gave her a couple <laughs> bullets to the ass, man. No, sir. Where did he blow up? Fake Look at you, baby. Fake news. That is not what happened. Oh, man. She was trying to protect Tori. She put her ass in there. Kind of... <laughs> what, what story you is you <laughs> She put an article on her on her page on Instagram. I saw it. She, told... she did not get she shot, shot in the ass. Time. She got shot in her foot. <laughs> she got shot in her foot. Y'all played too much. She got shot in her foot. Yeah, so she got shot twice in her foot. That's Matter of fact, there's some there's some footages out there where you can see her getting out the car and like with her hands up, but you can see like a trail of blood coming from her foot. And um, yeah, man. Um, at this point, I don't know the story. I want to know who shot May. That's us. I want to know like what's going on. What well, really happened? Like, I I saw she said she was being attacked. I don't know who's after Megan. Like. I can't really hate somebody that has an ass that is bigger than the ozone layer. <laughs> it's That's like, why. damn, like, how can you be that mad? But, jealous, and jealous, but like, I damn, I didn't know she got shot in the foot. And also, if one of y'all can, please, if y'all see the videos that you say you can see a trail of blood, send that to me. I definitely want to see that. I got um, you. I got it. It's like an aerial view. Okay. Okay. And I didn't, damn, that's, that's crazy because like, um, See now, um, I feel some type of way that she got shot in the foot, um, especially because uh, I, I mean, granted, pain is pain, and I do hope she have a good recovery. But damn, like, how mad you got to be to shoot somebody in their foot? Yeah, man. Like, how how did that spiral out? Like, I don't want to know what happened. What led you what led up to what? it? That's what I want to know. I think that's what everybody mm-hmm. wants to know. All we know is that night, Braxton. Yeah, all that we know tonight is Kylie, her, Tori, Kelsey, and whomever else was hanging out was hanging out. And afterwards, that's when everything went down. But all seriousness, I'm glad that she okay because it could have went another way. We could have been talking about something else we didn't want right. to talk about. And, well, you know, it's a blessing that, you know, she was yeah. able to, you know, of course, get go through surgery, you know, have the option. I mean, not have the option. Have the opportunity to, um, you know, tell us what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have it gone worse. It could have gone worse. I mean, the situation is messy, but 
it could have been worse. So. Well, you know that freestyle coming. That so. boy Tory Lane. Oh, you know that freestyle coming. Yeah. yeah, she gonna do it to oh, uh, yeah. to that to that two part. Oh, who yeah. shot? Who shot? She? Nigga, that's Biggie. <laughs> oh, that's Biggie. Damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that is Biggie. Ooh, look at me. <laughs> mm. But yeah, Mm-mm-mm. that's um. But just yeah, I'm glad she she's she's safe. Um, shout out to her and her ass cheeks for saving her own self. Oh my goodness! Definitely, definitely. I definitely. So much. I'm just saying, like, damn, why can't you shoot somebody that carrying all that? Oh, next topic. All right, okay. All right, so enough about the culture talk. Let's get into a little bit of sports. So as y'all, um, I don't know if y'all saw, but World Games partner is partnering up with the NFL to add flag football in twenty twenty. Okay, it's not twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty two. I don't know who. I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's twenty twenty two. So yeah. How y'all feel about that flag football? I think this one, this one, the top, the top eight from all over, correct? That's what they said. You said what? Um, the top eight I'm not sure. Did y'all feel like I think they're doing like the top eight from all over? Let me let me look this up before I give y'all the wrong information. Eight. Okay, so boom. So there's gonna be a World Games in 2022. Mm-hmm. So with that. NFL is partnering with five football, being that, you know, that's a dominant sport in, inter- in other countries. And, you know, we don't really care about flag football. So, with them partnering with the NFL, I feel like that's exposing, you know, of course, flag mm-hmm. football more. Um, I mean, I thought it would be a fun thing to see because, like I said, we don't really do flag football. That's just a silly-willy game we play in high school. But for them to partner with, you know, the NFL, I feel like it's going to be big. So, I'm interested to see how that's going to happen. Uh, I don't really care for it. You don't care for it. You don't care about nothing. But yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see how it plays out. <laughs> I don't really care for flag football, yeah. in a sense. But I like the, mm-hmm. I like how they're trying to bring everything together with having boys and girls play against each other. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So, so with the top eight, it's gonna be the top eight men teams and the top eight women teams from around the world. So that's how they're gonna be doing the um the um. The world games for black football, so yeah. Okay. I got a question for. Well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking go ahead. of, in the- I answer later. No, go brats, go brats. All right. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man, go ahead. Man, quit I'm being not. childish. Go ahead. It's not dealing with sports. That's why I was saving till later. All right. Anyway, so moving on. Let's talk about my court. At well, let's talk about Dad Prescott. So I don't know if you know, but today was deadline for um, deals to be solidified in the league. Um, Dak wanted about 33 mil, 35 mil for four years. Dallas told his ass no. So now he's on a franchise tag. Um, at first, I was kind of salty about it, but I feel like that, I mean, I feel like we shouldn't give him all that money because he has not pulled through when we needed him in the 
biggest times. So next year, if we got a new quarterback, mind your business. Talk to your mama. Don't talk to me. We're going to get it figured out. And yeah. That's that. Yeah, man. He's going after this. He should have accepted that offer the first time. He should have. But he was being greedy. He think he Patrick Mahomes. That's Jeez. his problem. He's on a Patrick Mahomes deal and wanted it wanted more. This nigga need to win us a playoff game first. <laughs> then we can pay. <laughs> but go Why ahead, Brian. Why having so much pillows on your bed? Only four. And don't sleep with none of them. And if you have like <laughs> 10 pillows, it only use about two of them. Throw them on the I floor. Have well, I have like, I have one, two, three, four, five. I have six pillows, but two of them are like decorative pillows. They don't count. Uh, well, yeah, what's the purpose of, are... of decorative pillows? And it like to decorate the bed. What you mean? To decorate you only the need pillows, pillows that you're going to sleep in. Bed look. And well, I guess that's the niggas. Huh? And it makes the bed look fuller. Yeah, that makes the bed. It makes the bed look fuller. Like it don't look skimpy or empty or, you know, what I'm saying non fluffy. Like exactly. Okay. Brax, how many pillows you got? Yeah, I got about two. I ain't gonna cap two. One and a so, half. <laughs> you said one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if a girl come over, you and give her one pillow? Duh. She gonna lay on me. Yeah. You nigga, it's hot. She's going to lay on me or lay on her side. Yeah, I know that right. With no pillow. <laughs> yeah, I ain't coming up with that. Yeah. No more. Y'all said <laughs> <y'all laughs> the nigga that had about four, five pillows? I'm playing with At least four. At least four. four. At least for you four. and two for your partner if anybody ever comes over. I can't cap. Yeah. I got body pillows. <laughs> I got, I got, all right, I ain't going to cap. I got six pillows and a body pillow. <laughs> I know he do. I know he do. That's why. Well, I see, you know me. I just I know how to cater to the opposite sex. I can't. I just something mm-hmm. I do. Don't start yet. Look, but think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. You, you know, you know, girls like love soft stuff. They love to be comfortable. Why not have the comfort in your room? Right. That was that blanket. Oh man. <laughs> what is a girl gonna do with one pillow? We need at least two pillows. What do you mean? Is that what? pillow get too hot? What you do? You <laughs> that pillow. Get <laughs> that pillow over to the cool side. <laughs> well, first of all, I never had a girl complain to me asking me if I had multiple pillows or anything, they'd just be satisfied with that single pillow, with that pillow that I do have and be good to go. You need at least four pillows on your bed, at least. So you need to buy two more. Are you buying for me? No. That'll be my housewarming uh, present. Mm. Anyways, um, so I know this is kind of off topic, but I just saw it. So, did y'all see that North Carolina approved recreation? So, only a certain city in North Carolina, which is, I want to say Asheville. Mm. Let me check my sources real quick. Of course, we're in a lot of black people at. Of course, they would. I want to say Asheville is like kind of like right outside of Greensboro. 
do y'all think South Carolina will ever give us black people reparations? Not. Absolutely not. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I got a question for y'all. What? Y'all feel like y'all been like too good to be left on delivered or read? Mm, it doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me as much as it did back in the DG, but it's still like a little. <laughs> yeah, like like you text it, like you text someone and like. Yeah, like you just get less than ready to deliver it, and you just see them like on social media. Like, oh, y'all, look at that shit kind of eat me up. I go cap. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. It depends on the oh, yeah, person. definitely depends on the person. Like, if you always, yeah, and if you always pulling that, then that's a problem, you know what I'm saying? You know, shit, we get busy, we get tied up. Like, damn, I'm not gonna be mad, we grown, but. At the same time, it's like, don't be trying to play. You don't talk to me. You get ready, bitch. No, the fuck? <laughs> no what was the question again, Brett? Who, who asked the question? I said, you ever felt like you're uh, too good to be left on delivery or red? Depending on the person. Am I, am I too good to be left on delivery or red? Yeah. Who is the person? Is this like my significant other? Like, who is this? Just depending on the person. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Like, it could be a person that, like, you F with heavy or anything like if that. If I F with somebody heavy, I'm, of course I'm going to feel the type of way that I left on ready. Because, like, what are you doing? I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing, but I'm serious. Like, why am I being left on red? For what? Nah. I, like, what's worse, being left on red or being left on delivered? Listen, I'd rather, I'd rather be left on delivered than left on red. Because now I know that you're going to decide not to text back. Period. And I don't like that. Like you looked at a message, mm, and nah, but, but I, being left on red, I feel like anything can happen. Like, what do you mean? I, I, I can text back. Mm-hmm. I can text back and receive a call, and I forget to text back. Like, it's not like I read it on purpose. But then again, when you left on red, you don't really know that intention. Exactly. But then the same, especially thing, if you ask like a serious question, you'd be like, "Well, damn!" Like, but nah, that delivery hit different though, because you don't know if they seen it. I mean that's true. But you know they got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, I don't. I'd rather be left on delivered than left on read because I feel like you see, you saw my messages and you just intentionally not text me back. Yeah, but I, I really I'd rather be, like, be left on delivered. I really, I really be left like you know, like okay, maybe this person didn't see it yet, or you know, the second, third, like deliver. I don't I'm know. Gonna go to, I'm gonna go to this one. Right like I can't get upset. So I'm going to that one. Who you say sorry? He ain't say nothing. Uh, what do you think, Daniel? Man, don't leave me on that. You better take me that. <laughs> Period, Daniel. Don't leave me on nothing. Text Period. me back. Period. That's it. And I say what I say. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bryce, where you get these questions from? I just think of at the top of my head. Who heard you, right? <laughs> nah, I just think of them at the top of my head. Mm-hmm. That pillow question was kind of random. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. He was trying to go see how many pillows he needed to buy. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I got a good old blanket. Good old comfortable blanket. I'll be fine. <laughs> 
It's about that time. Wrap it up. Daniel, first and foremost, for the people that don't know us, I want to say these are some of my very first friends that I made at Coastal Carolina University. Ingle Hall. You know vibes, Listen, man, Ingle Hall was different. Listen, 2015, 2016, y'all, you wasn't in there, man. You was a square. That's all oh, I'm Ingle boys. But <laughs> I'm so happy to see y'all. Y'all need to hug. Y'all need to hush. Hey, man, Ankle was the place to be, man. You know Did, did I meet Tyrese and Danny when I first boy. came to Coastal freshman year? You that, was like, that, was like during, that was like during Sino Day. I mean, I feel like, I feel like you we was there. probably did. I mean, we was wrong. Like, I had to. I mean, you stayed in my whole dorm. Right. How you yeah. want to Point taken. But, yeah. Continuing what I was saying, I just want to say that I'm so proud of who you guys are becoming, who you have become, you know, throughout the years. From then, from I first met y'all to now, y'all popping, and I love y'all. I'm so happy for y'all. I want y'all to continue thriving. And fuck with the haters that thank you, thank That's you, on period. Thank you. thank you. We get into the money. All right. Um, Tyrus and Danny, can y'all yes. drop y'all social medias and website and Store location one more time for the people, please. One more time. All right. Follow us on Instagram at top.notch.boutique. Website is shoptopnotch.us. Uh, we are located in Lake City, South Carolina, West Main Street, Lake City, South Carolina, 29560. Cross from Joe's Barbershop. Cross from Joe's Barbershop down <laughs> to the front. You already know. Yeah, y'all give out your personal Instagrams mm-hmm. as well. Uh, my personal Instagram is Daniel underscore Pinkney. That's it. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Yes, sir. I'm on Trends too. You already know. Intrinsic with a K underscore underscore. That's me. <laughs> Little fashion blog. We about to get that popping off too. Just wait for it. My um. My Instagram is L-A-V-O-N, five underscores. Follow me, man. You know, we just be getting on the fashion, man. Let's get it. All right. So, yeah. you already know with us, this is Three Keys on the Pod. You can follow us on all social media at Three Keys on a pod. Um, that's on Twitter, Instagram. You can look us up on Facebook, like us there. Um, again, if you are a black business out there and would like to come on the show, don't be afraid to hit us up via DM message, whatever you like. We will attend to that. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, don't be afraid to send them in. Um, we always love your feedback. We all want to thank everyone who's been rocking with us since day one. You are really appreciative. Um, did I miss anything? Um, Braxton and Deja? Nah, I don't think so. Just keep up the good work. Mad I can't miss the mad I'm gonna miss the grand opening. I'll be uh, uh, moving in at the time, but whenever I come back to Lake City, I'll be sure to make that my first stop when I get back. I'm gonna stop from y'all from y'all online boutique because yeah. We're gonna update that soon too. Of course, you know I'm I got a quick question for y'all for Daniel and Ty. So y'all if uh are y'all gonna have like local 
businesses as well, like uh, people that had their own T-shirt brands and other things like that in your store? Definitely, definitely. We're working on some now, actually. We're trying to incorporate a couple of black-owned businesses in okay. in ours so we can get them some marketing, some promotion, and support also. Okay, bet, bet, bet. We love to see it. We love to see black yes, people. Anybody with their own t-shirt business out there, talk with Top Notch Boutique, try to get in the stores and you know, get it out there, market market yourselves. Oh, they dropped me. They dropped me. Yeah. And like yeah. they said, if y'all got yeah. any vintage piece of clothing, they do buy and sell. So, um, you know, if y'all want to donate to their store, don't be afraid to. Um, just hit them up via their social media and, you know, be a, be a part of the movement. So, yeah. Thank y'all. But other than that, we thank you, Tyrus and Danny, for coming on our show once again. We really appreciate having you guys. Thanks for the conversations. Thanks for different perspectives. You guys are truly appreciative, and I wish you guys nothing but the best with your business. I'm definitely proud of you boys. All right. Thank y'all. All right, Weezy out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh! And the three keys are officially out. <laughs> <laughs>